Hi, welcome to the I Am Lake Worth podcast. This is Carl Stoveland, your host. I'm the photographer that started the I Am Lake Worth project and this podcast that grew out of the project where I photographed people around town and got them to give me a quote about what makes Lake Worth special. We've now photographed over 70 people and we've done two iterations of the show with the third one coming out late in 2019. Um, this particular series that we do while the show is open is called Artists at the Gallery Getting Coffee, and I limit these to local artists that I've met along my way in the journey. So tonight, my guest is Jill Carlin, and hey Jill, how are you tonight? Very well, thank you, Carl. Thank I, you I'm so much. I'm always nervous at the beginning, and then <laughs> I get comfortable. It takes me a few minutes. So uh, I'm going to hand it off to you with the question that was on your photograph and let you talk about that for just a minute. Lake Worth is special because dot, dot, dot. I have to remember what I wrote, but I think what I said at the time was... You can extemporize okay, and be free to um, answer it any way you want. Nobody's going to check one to I, the other. I think I said location. It's right by the ocean. And I'm a, in another life, I'm a dolphin. So I need to be near the water. So in the sun and the palm trees. And... I think the next answer I gave was people. I think that Lake Worth is full of interesting, artistic people. And the third answer I gave is um, because of the potential. And the potential that it has to develop what my passion is, which is ecotecture. And ecotecture is 100% self-sustainable architecture a legacy that was passed to me by my late husband, the father of environmental architecture, Lee Porter Butler. And he left me a legacy. And when I recognized, I've been living in Palm Beach County for like 35 years or something, since the 80s. And um, when I moved here, without knowing it, I then discovered that Lake Worth owns its own utility plant. And that's probably the most important part to me for developing um, the new utility infrastructure that I propose for our city, which is 100% self-sustainable. We have the potential here in Lake Worth to become completely self-sustainable based on a system that I could and can show all of you based on the legacy that my late husband left for me. So for me, that's a big draw and a big reason for being here is that we own our own utility company and that we have such great people who I think have very open minds for the most part and I think once educated to the principles of ecotecture could become enrolled and desire to have our city become that little gem. I think that one of the things that everybody in Lake Worth wants to do is maintain the integrity of all the cottage atmosphere in Lake Worth. I, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, and I think that we all want to do that. So how do we do that and make us ourselves economically viable? So I believe that what I can present to our city is just that, a way and means of making Lake Worth sustainable. And that was my late husband's contribution in our work together that we developed over the period of time that we were together. He died, unfortunately, 13 years ago, but he left me this legacy to bring to all of you. That's fantastic. And Thank we'll, you. We'll dive more into some of the details of yeah. what that all means. I think you're right about location, obviously. 
you know, I, I didn't come from here. I'm new in the last three years, and I never thought I would live in Florida when I lived in New York, and I never thought I would find a place as open and nurturing and caring as Lake Worth was. When I, the first day I saw it, I was hooked. And I think that's what you were talking about, is that it attracts people, and it attracts people who understand that when you give a little bit, you get a lot more back out of the community just from being part of it. So it seems to have collected very special people along the way, which has made it an even more interesting place. So I really, I really dig that about Lake Worth, and I love walking up and down Lake, and I can't go downtown without meeting two or three people that I know and talking to them, which is really kind of special too. It's got that real small town charm. Exactly. The first day I moved to Lake Worth, um, I was walking down the street and I was on Lake Avenue and it was early on a Monday morning, I think, and there was a guy walking down the street with bare feet, playing a guitar with long hair, and I thought to myself, this reminds me of Santa Cruz, California. This is so cool. I love this. This is amazing. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool place. It's, it, it, it's maintained a certain integrity that has been lost throughout all of South Florida because of the massive development. And that's the thing that I think like Worthians don't want to see happen here and that's why I think what I can present to all of you can help to alleviate that fear is I think that's a sort of inherent fear in our community is that we want to develop we want to be economically viable and so the question is how do we become economically viable and maintain our integrity and so over the years we've struggled with that there's been a struggle, and I think that if I can help to show the community how we can do that with sustainable development, and what I've been imploring and talking to the mayor and Mike Bornstein, the uh, city manager, about is education. Because if we can make Lake Worth an educational capital and education our business, we might have an opportunity to expand. And I think you're right, going back to the, the first part of it with the, there was some neglect of the city that I think added to the stew that is Lake Worth. The, the fact that it didn't cost as much because it was a little shabby and run down mm -hmm. and you had to see the potential in it to come here. Yeah, We had crime and yeah. you had to see the potential again to come here. So a lot of things have passed to put us in a point in time where development has gone on around us, yeah. all around us, and we're a little late to the table on that. Um, and we do need to do some to grow the city, but at the same time, you're right. This character is the city. It's what draws people here. So we don't want to mess with that too much as far as big buildings and all that fun stuff. So I think you're absolutely right that the, we've found ourselves in a very unique point in time that we have to be careful with what we do next. Exactly. So um, I've taken the, the beachfront as a beachhead in terms of 
what I feel needs to happen here in town. And that could potentially be our focus. We could focus on the beach front and create a sustainable park there based on architecture, on sustainable development as proposed 100% self-sustainable, and explain all the systems of the architecture model so that it could become a tourist attraction that people come to to see how to make their own community and their own homes self-sustainable. And that's something that we could do should you all desire to do that. So that's just a question of um, showing you all this and then having you enroll in the project and saying, yes, we could do this in Lake Worth because I've been to the charrettes. Right here in this building, right where I'm sitting at this moment, I've gone to the charrettes. And I must say, unfortunately so. Unfortunately, what I see at charrettes, having been educated in architecture and architectural development, is the same old, same old. It's still the same old fossil fuel running events. So how can we change that paradigm? We must adopt a new system. And this revolutionary, evolutionary system, architecture, is the way to go. So if we can enroll our citizens in the project, we could do this right here in Lake Worth. Last night I saw a movie called, I think it's called Raising or Finding Ned Devine. Has anybody seen Waking it? Waking Ned Devine. Waking Ned Devine. And it's about this tiny Irish community that they conspire, basically, to win a lotto. And um, why, am I bringing it, why am I bringing it up? I'm bringing it up because the community together, at the end of the movie, decided that they would enroll in this guy's crazy idea to plot, even though it was nefarious, to plot and win this lottery money. He really believed that, the, that Ned Devine wanted the whole town to benefit from it, which was kind of cool. And they all benefited from it. In our town, it, Margaret Mead said, all it takes is a small group of committed, that's the main word, committed individuals to create change. And that's what we can do here in Lake Worth. You guys get to be the small group that commits to making the change, and we can make that change happen here. We can be the epicenter of the change right here in Lake Worth, should you desire to do that. But it's up to you, no one else. It's just up to you. Well, I think with our um, newly created solar farm and the potential of wave energy kind of working together with your system and the educational and recreational piece of all that. It really could be a showpiece community that could lead to much, much bigger things. I mean, it's a very interesting concept. That said, let's segue a little bit into a little bit more about Jill. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. I don't talk about me much. I mostly talk about architecture. Well, yeah. let's, let's change that slant <laughs> just a little bit and talk about the fact that some of the things you listed as being, and that I know you are, a yogi, yeah. an artist. Yogini. Yogini is the yogini. female yogi. Okay. Yogi. Um, I'm always a little bit behind on the lingo. Artist and advocate. So yeah. tell us first a little bit about 
your yoga experience here in Lake Worth, and then we'll move into who you are as an artist. All right. So I teach yoga at Bryant Park on Saturday mornings. I've taught yoga since I was 14 years old. I started practicing yoga when I was seven years old. Um, very incredible because my older sister is 10 years older than me and she brought me a yoga book when she had a skiing accident and I looked at the poses and I started copying them and I started teaching at a very progressive school that I was at when I was a child and the teachers in the school found out that I taught yoga so they asked me to teach. I've taught rock stars and movie stars and etc etc an astronaut who walked on the moon actually and um, but here in Lake Worth it's a very tiny little class that I just started because Anne um, Levy asked me to teach a class over in the park on Saturday mornings at 8.30 and I get to teach right by the intercoastal. Couldn't be a better spot for that. I mean it's just beautiful there in the mornings. Exactly at 8.30 in the morning. So last week it was a little cold, so we brought it to my house, and we moved all the furniture in my house, and we taught over there. But that's how Lake Worth is. We improvise. And um, yeah, so I offer that. It's my pleasure, my joy, something that I do for my life all the time. So I'm so happy to offer all of that. I, I was trained by the great Hatha master, uh, BKS Iyengar. Um, and, but I, I teach Kundalini Yoga, that's what I'm certified in, which is sort of different from Hatha Yoga. And um, so that's one thing. And um, my profession is that I'm an artist, and I'm having an exhibition at St. Andrews right here in our town. It's the Episcopal Church, which is located at 100 North Palm Way uh, at Lucerne, and it's it's an awesome church, and the pastor is amazing, and he is very committed to justice in our community and committed to um, creating ways for the less fortunate to thrive in our community. And so the Way Cafe exists there, and the Way Cafe feeds the homeless, so all the proceeds from the show go to feeding the homeless. Well, that's fantastic. And it is. It's really, and I did it last year. We did a, a show for his the org, the justice ministry called Peace, which um, P E A C E, which helps to support the underserved in some ways that don't get a chance in within the legal system, and so there's 22 churches that participate in that. And it's a countywide thing. So last year, that was where the support went. This year, it's going to the Way Cafe because we created a new kitchen at St. Andrew's Church, St. Andrew's Episcopal. There's two St. Andrew's churches in Lake Worth. Who knew? <laughs> and so this is St. Andrew's Episcopal Church. And there, um, there we every Tuesday at noon, we um, have a big group of people that participate in feeding all the homeless people in our community. And all of the monies that we raise from this exhibit go to uh, supporting that endeavor. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love how Lake Worth comes together and every day there's somebody else helping that population. Yeah. On Wednesdays, we've got um, yeah. Randy with the Burrito yeah. Project 
and Saturdays, I think he's out at John Prince Park, yeah, which it's is really, really it's pretty awesome. amazing. Yeah. Um, I've helped him out a couple of times over there, and it's just, like I said, you get way more out of it than the hour you spend I helping know, that. I know, I know. So uh, that show coincides with Street Painting Festival, it same does. weekend. Well, it's, great exposure. Yeah, it's on the Sunday between 4 and 6, so it's at the tail end of street painting. Street painting is finished, and you get to see the best of street painting, which is amazing when they're all finished. And then you can go from street painting right to the church. And last year when I did the show there, I have to say the parish did the most. I was shocked. The food spread, I can't promise it this year because it may be totally different people, but there's there was someone in the parish who is a caterer, and I think he's catered for like major events because he had everything was splendid and labeled and every ingredient written out and it was fantastic. So if you don't want to see art, you can just come for the food because it was pretty good. <laughs> and those are going to be your house portraits, a collection of house portraits? They, I'm going to have a few different things. We went over there yesterday to look at the space. And so we've got a few outdoor spaces and some indoor spaces. But yes, it is. I do pictures of people's homes and businesses and historical um, buildings. And those are kind of unique and um, iconic. And those are going to be in one part of the exhibition space. And then I'm going to have other things in very So it should be fun. And I think they're having music as well, of, as, well as food. I, I can't wait to see it. And your house portraits especially, they're like quilts because you've yeah, got the main are. picture of the house. And then around the edges and the little squares, yeah. you've got important things in that yeah. place. Yeah. And they really are wonderfully homey and yet very, very captivating. I really Thank I love you. looking at those. They, they're fun. They're they're good. And I've got a few. I've, um, we're doing one of uh, the church that um, I've done, and that's going to be unveiled on that day. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, because um, the pastor is retiring next year, so it's kind of a little special moment. Oh, nice. And uh, we overlap a little bit in our artistic endeavors because your medium mostly is watercolor, I think. Um, or at least I've seen mostly watercolors, but there's probably other stuff. Yeah, and I do oils and acrylics. I've sort of laid off the oils recently because of the uh, fumes in my smaller space. So I understand yeah, that. I, I do watercolors and acrylics, and for the same reasons, the oils just... I love oil medium, though. I love it. It's... So rich slow and, and rich and yeah. it's glorious but yeah. without having my own studio to work in I've compromised and had to relearn acrylics because they don't work they don't act the same way and they're not at all they're a little bit of a beast to handle but you can get great results with them so True. so that's where we overlap I love watercolor yeah the um you never know what's going to happen <laughs> Well, it's a control situation. You get to control it. Yeah. It, I mean, it definitely is because what I've discovered in my years of watercolor is that the better plan you have allows you to be free when you're there, to be in the moment when you're painting, to stop the disasters, and to be able to produce what you wanted to do. So you have to prepare, but you have to be completely free in that moment. And don't, with watercolor, don't answer the phone, don't yeah, go right. get a boiling egg, yeah. none of that stuff. You got to be right there working on it. You know, yeah, oil does, oil affords you a lot different temperament and pacing. 
Yeah, I had a really good watercolor teacher, so I was fortunate in that respect. Yeah. Let's talk about some of, the, some of the places you like to go in Lake Worth, some of the stores that you frequent or the restaurants you go to. Okay. This is where we get to give a shout out to the people right. that we like. Yay, Lake Worth. I love Lake Worth. So, um, all right, so I frequent every single business in Lake Worth. There's not one that I don't frequent. So, oh, well, maybe there are a couple, but I go to all the restaurants. Um, I'm sorry Havana's gone. I didn't go that often, but I did love the atmosphere there. I'm sorry South Shore's gone. I, you know, I love the music there. So Lilo's and uh, Brogues and uh, Hachi and Oka and uh, Victorio's and uh, Nature's Way and Lupita's and Tecoon and am I forgetting? I forget Mulligan's and Benny's on the beach and you know I could just keep going but they're all I mean I could give a shout out to every single one of you you're all friends and fabulous. And it is and kind of great because you can go out every night for three weeks and not go to the same restaurant. True. And considering the size of the city, that's pretty impressive. True. And, um, and for businesses, I frequent them all. I'm always at the UPS shop doing copies. I'm always at um, Olga's doing alterations. She just moved. I'm always at, I mean, there's just so many of them, the post office, whatever. But I have a few galleries in town where I, that show my work. One is uh, Nodoso. We have that in common also. I show there too. Yeah, I know. You do really well there. I also show at Sugar Plum. And um, I used to show at Artisans. I used to show at Joyce's Gallery, so which is called Claystone Art. Clay Metal Art. clay, stone, and glass, I think. The Flamingo way. Gallery, yeah, yeah. Flamingo. and um, Maria's fabulous, and what else can I say? We love our town. I should just sing Mel and Vinny's song for you all. <laughs> you know, I love their song. I, I'm part of the peddlers, so I've been peddling for years with those guys and caroling for years, and... Um, yeah, no, Lake Worth's a great town. I was the chairperson of the Sister City Board accidentally when I first moved here. I was, the first day I moved here, I was riding my bike around town, and I went to City Hall, and I saw that they said, uh, they had a little sign up at City Hall, the marquee, and it said, volunteers wanted. I don't know why I volunteer for things, but I do. I was chair. I was the vice president of Sister City Board, vice president of Mango Groves Neighborhood Association. So still am, and um, so I went in there and ended up becoming the chairperson of the Sister City Board and hosted the first green international conference of for sustainable architecture that's ever happened in the city or will ever happen. And um, we had representatives from Sopot, Poland, from La Peranta, Finland, from um, South End on Sea, England, who are still my really good friends, and from St. Mark Haiti. And um, I don't think anything like that's ever happened before or since in Lake Worth. We had two tenors come from Finland and they sang at the Playhouse one night. And 
anyway, I had to retire immediately, very shortly after the conference. And um, I don't know what's happened with the Sister City Board, but it would be great to see it revived again. And um, I think what Carl, what you're doing here in town, what I've said to you before, and I'll say it again, I'll reiterate this. I think what Carl is doing is bringing people together and in a positive way. And I think that's what we need in Lake Worth. I think we need people like, pa like Carl who are bringing people together to celebrate what they're doing in this town because there's so many people doing so many great things. And so why do we need to argue about things? Let's celebrate all of the things that we share in common, all the things that we do together. A little spotlight and, on the individuals that yeah. make up this crazy, wonderful little city. Yeah, and it's really nice like that I know all my neighbors across the street from me and that kind of thing, and that we just get together and uh, celebrate each other. And, and that's, yeah. That really is rare. I mean, I lived in New York my first 50 years, and it's only in the last three years while I'm here that I can say I know just about everybody on my street. Yeah. I love the neighborhood associations. Each one yeah. has a different flavor. It represents the, the actual neighborhood that they're in. You know, some of them are more historic houses. Some are more um, activity-based, but the camaraderie and the competition we have with the boat race on July yeah, 4th, fun. that's really special. Yeah, I mean, that's the really... boat race is amazing, and if no one's ever been to it, you have to go. It's, it's like a piece of Americana. It's a piece of American apple pie. Actually, they used to have a pie-eating contest. Wow, I would love to have photographed at, that. At the boat race, or before the boat race. Um, and um, the Great American Raft Race is an institution, excuse me, I have the hiccups, that is unique to Lake Worth. Um, I painted the boat for Mango Groves last year. It was the most fun thing we did. It was so much fun. You know, we have to build our own boat. We have to paint it, decorate it. We have to uh, perform on stage an act related to the theme of the boat race. And then it's all judged. And then we have the President's Cup and we have the the different members from the neighborhood association in the kayaks. When we had the, the algae bloom, we did it in the swimming pool, which is another issue that I probably is controversial, but I want to address because I want to address it with architecture. Um, but the swimming pool is one of our great resources in this town and gets to be active and utilized. We have a swimming pool on the ocean, unlike any community in South Florida, other than Fort Lauderdale, I think it is, and one other community. And ours is closest to the ocean. Our swimming pool, which is stunning, is inactive. And engineers will tell you that it's inactive because it has cracks. And my late husband, who was an engineer and an architect, would tell you, what the hell? Swim in the frickin' pool. <laughs> Just go swim in it. Let people learn how to swim in the pool. Excuse me. Uh, just a diversion for a moment here. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, back to the Lake Worth. It's a great place. 
and we get to have a swimming pool on the ocean, unlike any community in South Florida. What do you think? I think at this point I'd like to open it up to a few questions, and the way we'll do it is they'll ask, and like I said, okay. you repeat it back just yeah. so that we have it on tape, mm -hmm. and then we'll, we'll ease right into the questions, and you'll have gotten through it without any blood or bruising. Maybe. <laughs> blood or bruising could be good, though. I will, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's completely self-sustainable. What does that mean by definition of Lee Porter Butler? Buildings that take nothing from the earth, air, or water in their operation. They put nothing into the earth, air, or water in their operation. They take care of all of their own utilities. Lights, gas, water, waste management, and food production. And they protect human life in the event of an earthquake, flood, fire, tsunami, or any type of natural disaster. Wrap your mind around that for a few minutes. You have to create the home from ground up in its integrity in the design principles. So you would come to us and we would design the home for you. So I, I guess my, my take on the question was, how would you do it with an existing home? Is that where you oh, were leading? Okay, yeah, then we could, what we could do is show you the various individual elements each of the individual subsystems that you could incorporate into your home. Unfortunately, the way the current building code exists, you would probably not be able to do most of it. So this is a policy issue, and this is why it's so important to do a development of this nature at the swimming pool or at a place like that, at Oceanfront Park, so that we could demonstrate to the community how it could be utilized. And it needs to have a demonstration model that the world can see. And why not do it here? Where else should we do it? Where else would we like to envelop and encompass a principle as grand and as visionary as this? And I guess if somebody wanted to take on as many of the systems that they legally could do in an existing structure and be, I guess it's it, it, in a case where it can't be all, it shouldn't be none. We're, we're talking about the environment here, so you would help with pointing out the things that can be done to lower the carbon footprint, et cetera, of an existing structure. Absolutely. Okay. And, but it, it's, it's quite challenging given the current climate in terms of what is legal. For example, right now in America, for the most part, in almost every community in America, it is mandatory that you have an HVAC system. So Ecotexture does not need to have an HVAC system. 
So we'd have to, that means it doesn't require the air conditioning or the heating system that you currently have in your home. So that already is a big change in the paradigm. So, you know, there are simple things like that. I, for example, wanted to put a solar array on my townhouse at 219 North L Street, and my HOA wouldn't allow me to put a solar array in. So I could legally do that, actually, because there's a law in Florida that states that if you are doing something more sustainable, including putting your laundry out, as opposed to using your dryer, you can do that. However, what benefit would it do for me to go against my own HOA and have to pay the legal fees? And so it's a conundrum, and it's a policy issue. And this is why Lake Worth could be potentially be a leader in this whole field. But we have to join together and get behind what I'm talking about in order for that to happen. So you, we could build a proof of concept exactly. and show that it works and exactly. show exactly. that it saves money in the long run and people can get on board. That's exactly right. It, you know, it's so in terms of saving money. Back in the day when my husband had invented the gravity geothermal envelope, which is a way to heat and cool houses without using fossil fuels, people used to, at conferences all over the nation, they would say to him, uh, yeah, but um, this is more expensive, this is more expensive. Well, he would say, yes, it's more expensive in terms of 5% more expensive in terms of construction costs, because where's all the cost in construction? It's in the finishes. It's in whether you put in your marble floor or whether you put in your granite countertops. It's not in the actual construction of the building. The construction of the building is a particular cost that's not the most expensive part of the construction cost. So he would say, and what is more expensive, adding something that is sustainable and amortized over a period of time or sending your child off to war in Iraq so that we could get the oil that we need to heat our and cool our houses. What's more expensive in the big picture? I ask you. That's what it comes down to is the macro focus versus the micro. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is a new paradigm and I live here in Lake Worth and all I am is a messenger. And I have a message, not even from me, it was from my late husband. And all I am is a proponent of that work. And I'm here and I offer all of you that. So you have an opportunity to embrace it or ignore it. It's up to you guys, you know? And I know there's only a couple of you here tonight, but all oh, of you, you have this. You didn't have to say that. The podcast doesn't know there's only 10 of us here or eight uh, of us here. But, but we have a great audience, so that's what counts. Yeah, well, so it's up to all of you, all of you who are listening in the podcast. And that is, you know, that it's an opportunity for all of you to embrace this concept and come to me and say, how can we get behind this and work this out and make this happen in our community? It's up to all of you. All I am is the messenger. I'm just the messenger. Since you live here, what... Is there anything specific you have been able to do about your current location in North L? Nothing. In the, 
No, nothing. I just live like all of you live, in the fossil fuel grid. But all I do is blab. I just blab. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah. Blah, blah. <gasps> you know? So it's up to us to get together and to form a coalition and to make it happen. Because the politicians in our community do not have a vision, period. Every single one of them. Not one of them has a vision. Yes, it's a vision, but it's not a vision in the bigger realm. And I appreciate all of them for that, but get behind the bigger vision of what we can do and what we can be and what we could do in terms of a global vision, how we could do that. Okay, we're going to ease into the uh, James Lipton questions. Oh, okay. You're in the home stretch. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so these questions were used by James Lipton on Inside the Actors Studio. In France, they were used by Bernard Pivot. And Marcel Proust answered these questions a couple of times as a teenager. It's not known whether he created the list or not, but at least we know that he answered them. So they have a, a nice long history of being stolen by interviewers. So I will tell you that my father was a physician in Boston at Harvard for 50 years, and he did treat Marcel Proust when he was Wow, look at that Boston. connection. That's cool. That's kind of wild. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite word? Evidently. What is your least favorite word? Any swear word. Okay. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? God. What turns you off? Anything that doesn't relate to God. What is your favorite curse word, which we, I, I think we already know you're not going to have. I like them. I try desperately not to use them. <laughs> I'm from New York. They slip out once in a while. Yeah, they slip out <laughs> from me, too. That's why I say it. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? A child's. Any sound of a child. What sound or noise do you hate? Any leaf blower or machine noise. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Engineering and architecture. What profession do you not want to do? Paper pushing of any sort. Okay, and lastly, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? In you I am well pleased. <laughs> I'm sure he will be, she will be. Jill, thank you so much for an thank enlightening you. conversation. Thank this you. was great. Thank you, Carl, for inviting me. I'm really honored, and I really appreciate what you're doing in our community. Like I said earlier, I think you're like a force of a glue, bringing people together in a really positive way, and I really, really appreciate you. Well, thank thank you. you so much. And i got to tell you, I get so much more out of this project than sure I do. could possibly, the opening with... 150 people here was just, was I'll be floating awesome. on that for six months. It was great. It was really good. It was really nice. Thank and you. Thank with you all for that. Coming. Yes, let's thank the audience too. You guys were great. Um, and this wraps up the Artists at the Gallery Getting Coffee series for I Am Lake Worth 2. I have to do a quick shout out to Common Grounds Coffee. They provided Love the coffee Common for Grounds. us. Ever since I Am Lake Worth 1, 
when I reached out to Justin and said, I've got this idea, he said, count us in, we're there for whatever you need. Um, I love them, love spending time in their shop. So thank you, Justin and Common Grounds. And with that, good night.